You're now entering a restricted zone. Welcome to Area 52. So take me away. <laughs> I don't mind. But you better promise me I'll be back in time. That's right. Area 52. Episode 17. Are we starting? We're starting. Oh my goodness. I'm giving right. people a little hint about what today's episode's about. <laughs> this is, uh, you're right, if you guessed it. Michael J. Fox. We are talking about yeah, Huey Lewis <laughs> and Michael J. Fox. <laughs> no, this week we, uh, we, we kind of decided that we wanted to, uh, we wanted to talk about time travel. We've, we... I don't know. It, there, there's a few stories out there, incidences, videos, things like that out there. And uh, so, yeah, we wanted to kind of discuss time travel tonight. And um, But before we do, let's catch up. Let's introduce the, uh, the, the staff here at the Area 52 facility uh, on, on science and, uh, and hilarious comments. Danny and Eric. <laughs> okay. That's the department you guys are head of. Science Thanks. and hilarious comments. Thanks for having me. I've been working on my radio voice, by the way. Oh, are you going to do it? Yeah, this is it. Where? where? That's it? Th- this is my radio voice, it's, by the way. It sounds like you're you're asking for ransom. That's what it sounds like. It sounds more like you're, the, the, I, the money is, please I am still not convinced that we have started. <laughs> We're done. We're done. We've started. This is officially okay. what people will be listening to. Oh my gosh. We better pull it together. Thanks for listening, uh, Area 52. <laughs> that, the, you, yeah, you can, you sound... I don't know. It's, it, have you been watching any of the Olympics? Uh, I watched the opening ceremonies, and I was like, "These are so long." I, yeah. And I stopped because it was dumb. Um, We've been watching the Olympics. But, the uh, the swimming when they get on the diving things to oh, get going. Yeah. The guy comes on. And he goes, "Take your mark." Like it's really <laughs> yeah. dumb. Take yeah. your mark. So it's it's pretty uh, it's pretty great. Uh, anything that happened this week since um since because so last week we uh, we did our our episode about uh, movies that scared us, things like that. Mm-hmm, we did. Um, we had a lot of people react to that. In fact, before we before we get going on time travel, I'd like to go and talk about a few of the people, a few of the people that uh, answered us back and and said uh, things that scared them. As a matter of fact, let me let me look over here real quick. Uh, Lane Colomore, by the way, backed me up and said. When you mentioned the peanut butter solution, my jaw dropped. That movie also fucked me up. Okay, but let me say something. We looked up the peanut butter solution, and it's actually listed as like a comedy, like a a satirical comedy. And I'm like, (laughs) it's not. And I'm like, this movie's a comedy? I want to see if Urban Dictionary has a definition for what that is. You know what? Look up, look up the peanut butter solution. Make sure I'm not misspeaking by saying it was a it was a com- but it did list right. it as a comedy. Listen. It was definitely not a horror movie. No, it was I not didn't intended say it was to be a horror scared. movie. I'm saying there was part of it that scared me. Whatever you know, what you said was anyway, that you were not able to finish that yeah, movie. I didn't <laughs> so what? So I'm gonna rub it in this week. <laughs> All That's right. What. Anyway, Misty Dawn. Uh, <laughs> She said that her house was haunted growing up. Um, besides that, she was terrified of looking in the mirror for years after watching Watcher in the Woods, which uh, we discussed. Oh, yes. Um, Misty, you're right. In the woods. Uh, SF Cosmo at Kiwi T. 
10 R. I don't know what, what that means, but uh, they said watching the howling um, was <laughs> when they were 10, one minute they were on the couch, the next minute they were behind it. Uh, That's how my dates go. Joseph, Joseph, <laughs> Dief, what D- Diefen, Diefenbach. <laughs> Joseph Dief, Diefen, Diefenbach, Diefenbach uh, said he quoted and said he shouldn't have been allowed to watch Poltergeist either. Um, and then Dan from the UK laughed at us for doing our accents um, about the uh, the ghost of dark and lonely water. We're like, Lord, it's something in the water. Yeah, we Dan, we apologize to Dan it? for those accents. What is it? I might do that whole thing like this, Dan. How do you like that, mate? No, I won't. Um, what were you gonna say? Oh, I just was thinking that we have to apologize for a lot of accents. Like we yeah, have to apologize we do. to Finn. Yeah, Finn. Uh, I, I haven't heard about. Have we had anybody in, uh, talk to us on, uh, on the Instagram? Uh, we yeah. <laughs> actually, there was a sh- no. Hold on, let me pull this up here. Let me pull this up. We uh, get shoutouts on a pretty regular basis here. Uh, Star Destroyer Twenty One. Does he have a name? Or oh yeah, Christian Duran. Uh, commented and said that Stick he loves with Star Destroyer. Okay, Star Destroyer Twenty One. Star Destroyer Twenty One. Uh, says he listens at work and uh, he's been listening since day one. He oh loves really? It. Yeah. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. Thanks for listening. Um, anybody else you want to shout out to before we get going? Uh, shout out to my mom. No, I was just gonna say my mom. <laughs> Dang it, Danny. How about shout out to our mom? Okay. What's she your, doesn't. She doesn't not listen. She don't know how to use the what's computer. What's your mom's yeah. name? My mom's name's Cindy. Cindy. Oh. Yeah. Cindy Ripley. Working on my radio voice. Hey, yeah. mom. Hey, mom. Hey. Big shout out to moms. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, we've kind of, the last few weeks, we've kind of been talking about uh, um, various things. You know, stories uh, that would fit under things like urban legends or, or well-known monsters, uh, monster movies, things that, things like that that scared us as kids. So this week we want to get a little more specific and talk about something that, you know, there's a lot of different incidences. There's a lot of different ways that this is perceived. There's a lot of different ways that um, people uh, have have per, uh, portrayed this in movies and film and things like that. Um, a lot of different theories about how it's it's possible or not possible. And, of course, like I said at the top of the show, we're talking about time travel. A silly kind of thing because you go, okay, well, obviously time travel isn't real or we would know. Right? There would be people, and they would go, I went back, and I came, and I brought this thing. I was in the past. And I mean, I always, like, stand around, and I, I say, like, out loud, like, like anything's really going to happen. Things like, okay, if time travel is real, I'm going to, in the future, I'm going to do this thing and go back to this exact moment. And, and like, I'm always, like, trying to prove myself either right or wrong. Right, the Bill know? and Ted's thing, <laughs> yeah. like, Bill, yeah. what? Yeah. We just go back in time and leave the keys right here. Yeah. And then the keys yeah. are there. And you go, yeah, well, exactly. that's the case, Bill and Ted. Why don't you just go back in time and and this is done? Like, yeah. why do we need to just... Yeah. I'm, like, always trying to test it and yeah. shit. I'm, like, okay, if I... if Okay, if in the future they have existed... You know, or cloning. Then, I'm going to go in and I'm going to have myself clone and I'm going to go back in time and bring myself back to me. Right. All this kind of stuff. Right. And and that, but, and that's the I don't main, have a clone. That's the I big don't conundrum. Have, yeah. Right. When you look at movies that have to deal with time travel and alternate timelines and things like that. Right. And, and let's face it. A lot of the stuff that we learn about when it comes to time travel, because obviously, aside from the few stories out there that exist about things that have transcended time and space or what have you, for the most part, time travel is something that we've seen in movies or on TV. TV and it's it's illustrated as 
Marty McFly in the DeLorean or the Terminator send back a Terminator to kill somebody. And there's always questions and you go, okay, well, but if that's the case, why don't you just do it this way? Yeah. Like if you're, if you're the Terminator, right? Why the fuck are you going back and killing John Connor's mom? Why don't you go back to fucking the wild, wild west where no one had guns or cars? Yeah, and just wipe everybody out there. And just kill yeah. all of Humans. the people. Yeah. I actually wrote None a... None of that uh, makes any sense. I actually wrote, when I was in high school, I wrote a movie about time travel. Did you really? Yeah. it was. It's really dumb, but I'll share it anyway, because... I, that's what I do here is I bring up dumb stuff. Um, so <laughs> the, whole, you're here. the whole plot of the movie was that there was like the human race and then like these aliens and they were like battling for like eons. They would just fight. That's what they did. And so the aliens or the humans realized that the aliens were trying to develop time travel so they could go back to like the Stone Age and just wipe out humans when they didn't have weapons. And so the humans had to develop it first and go back and protect people before they had weapons to fight the aliens. So eventually everybody's just going back and back yes. and back and then originally yes. it's the big bang and that's yes. how we started. Yeah. And you know what but the, and that's the thing is that we always we always have these ideas of time travel or going to alternate dimensions um that exist and 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 to be fair throughout the stories that exist uh in our I, I don't know the history of 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 mankind there are stories of people who have uh, supposedly traveled or time jumped or things like that. And we'll talk about a few of those things. And all of them are different too. It's not the same thing. It's not just like, oh, if I could go back in time, I'd go back and kill Hitler and or I'd change yeah. things. Mm-hmm. Or I'd... No, it's, it's, it's confusing things. Mm-hmm. And again, when you kind of, and, and this is what we like to do here at Area 52, take the magic out of it and go, okay, it's not about um, me being able to put into a thing and go, I can go back to any time I want and see all yeah. the times. Yeah, wouldn't that because be here's, nice? Here's my question to you, right? If time, and, and we can talk about this more with some of the things that we get, we get out, but I don't necessarily think that, like take Back to the Future, for example, that, that 1955 still exists somewhere. Yeah. It, unless it's an alternate dimension and, where and it's still it? 1955. It's, it's always that that fiscal year of, of January 1955 right, to, right. Jan, excuse me, to December of 1955. So you go, are the people stuck in one day? Are they right. never progressing from that like, month? Like, yeah. Do they get like... It's all time like that. Or like if I could go back, would I be able to go back to that one day in 1984 and yeah. see myself playing? Yeah. Like, does that still exist somewhere? Or does that... That happened and now it's gone. And more... more that's the thing, is yeah. that there are many examples of time travel that have to do with people being able to actually physically jump into the future or into the past, and that kind of flies in the face of what I believe is actually possible, because I don't necessarily think those things exist, or if the future exists, I mean, like, I guess my conundrum is if the future exists, then we've already gotten there. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Right. Like we've already gotten there. Like, right. like there's that story. We can start with this one because we don't have a, we don't have a tremendous have a, right. We don't have a tremendous amount of information. We were talking about this. We just watched a kind of video. There's that story of the guy who, uh, and I don't have I don't have his name. I couldn't find either. No, I probably can Google yeah, like man look it who up, did the, this thing. There was and the, it will, there was the it story of the guy up, who was fixing his sink and he's climbing into his sink and then he like climbed under the cabinet and he realized that it kept going. And he would keep going and keep going and keep going. And then eventually he saw a light and he just crawled out of the light and was in this area like outdoors. And he saw himself 
40 years yeah. in the future, in like 2046 or something like that. And it was this guy, and he had his phone with him. So he started taking video. And there's video that exists of this guy purportedly uh, in the future with his video phone filming him and his future self. Yeah. And it, to be fair, it's a guy that kind of looks like the other guy. They're both bald guys that kind of look alike. They both have a tattoo and the tattoo, showing though, I will say, does look a little like, dark like for the older man. Like they might have just written it, got yeah, it on like there. it looks fake, a little fake AF. Uh, but. I got the guy's name. He's what? from Sweden. And, of course, it it has, like, things that are, looks like alien writing. Hakan Norkvist. Oh, yeah, Hakan Norkvist. Yeah, that's his name. I don't know. Well, Sorry. if you Google Sweden. this, I mean, we can, we'll, we'll send out some. Now, that might some... be, like, the Brian of Sweden. We don't really know. Yeah, we'll what, send yeah. out some video you know, but... on this. There's video of it, and, and we have a, um, a link to it. I can send that out. But the one thing I will, like, in the video that we watched, it's kind of more like a um, a wrap-up of the story, and it's kind of showing him doing an interview. So maybe there's a video out there of him actually discussing his his yeah. experience, because what I would like, if, if he does have a video... In the one, there's no sound. It's kind of it's like a selfie video of him showing him standing next to this guy. If it is, like, I would like to see if there's more video of like him talking to him, going, "Hey, you know, what do you know about me that we can share that only you and I would know?" Like, I'd like to see if there's more to the video. And I mean, I've got a bunch here. Time traveler out, meets like, himself in the future. A guy meets himself in the future. All I did was I just went to YouTube. Sure. And, I just and so, like, if he did pop out, like, what did his future self do? Like, why was his future self where his uh, past self was going to pop out of this? you know, wormhole. And, and then when he did, like, did his future self go, what? Yeah. Like, like I why mean, was like, your future I would, like, self fine uh, like, with why, it? Yeah. Why was your future self so chill about it? Like, I would like to know a little bit more about that also, whole story. Like if that's the case and you met yourself 40 years in the future. So I guess like, do we not have anything to worry about then? Like I would we, tell myself how are, to go back and make a ton of money. Are we good to through 2042? Like there's not going to be any wars. Like this dude clearly met himself in Sweden and there wasn't like any nuclear shit. So are we good for 50 years or however long? There's 30 fucking years at this point. I would have done exactly what, what Biff did and I would have made money and come right. back. Like been like, Hey, in 2000, like in 2034, there's a thing. And then in 2000, right. Like did he not, did none of that happen? See, and that's that's my biggest thing is that when I start thinking about these, for the most part, most of them I have to go, okay, and going back to what we've talked about in the past, what's your motivation? Like, if you met yourself, like if I did, if I met myself 40 years in the future, I'd go, how do I make money? How do I do this? What, what do I need to know about? What's the next big thing? Do we still have iPhones? Yeah, like, he, he pulled out his fucking cell phone. Like, why did his person, future self in the 40 years in the future go, what is, what yeah. is that? Remember those? Oh, we've got fucking this thing now. Or like, why are you be around using it. that to take a video? Now we just do it with our hands. Yeah, like, like I mean, you know, honestly, you went for, to 2042. There had to be more changes than just yeah. you saw yourself and you had a tattoo that was the same. Yeah. I, I, that, to me, seems a little far-fetched. Who knows? Maybe he did. And that's the thing with all this stuff is you go, okay, well, is something crazy happened? This guy can never explain it. Everybody thinks he's crazy forever and ever and ever. Although if you think about like society today and like how people are and how dumb they are, like it makes sense to me that this guy had all these opportunities and all he wanted to do was take a selfie. Like that actually makes sense to me. Like I understand that. Like I you mean, see people like every somebody, day. But, but if somebody like like let's what say you, like somebody come back through a sinkhole, <laughs> right? Know, like was no. it the rabbit hole from Alice in Wonder? Like I really want to know what the yeah, other was on the other side of this this this. I guess, I say wormhole, but you know portal, whatever it was that he went through. Like I want to know what was on the other side. What the other side's perspective to what was happening was and. Um, right. Oh, I was just going to say something and I, I forgot it. Darn it. 
Well, keep thinking about it. What did you just it. say, Eric? You said... I was just... we People would probably travel back in time just to take selfies. Oh, and that's what I was going to say. But, like, if someone from the past came to the future and they were like, oh, my gosh, they're never going to believe this. Um, I, I brought my camera and it's like one of those big, like, you know, those things. Yeah. Like, they do that. I, I would go, why are you, We don't need that. Let's just use my yeah. new technology to take a picture yeah, and I'll exactly. send it to you. And then, then I wouldn't have anywhere to send it to them because they don't have emails and stuff. But... Yeah, I kind of go, what's that technology? But maybe they would have to because they couldn't take, they'd have no way of taking old technology unless, like, they just straight up took my phone. Yeah. You yeah, know? I don't, I don't know. I, it's weird. I have it's a hard so time. Weird. There's so many things in that story, like, like how'd you get back and how did you, did you just wake up and you were back in the past? Yeah. Or like, I, like, we need to look into that a little bit more, right. give you a little bit more info on that. Um, it's an interesting story to bring up, But there's stories out there that exist, and today we're going to talk about a few of the more uh, well-known ones um, and some that you might not have heard of. Um, probably the most well-known time traveler in, in history is the story of the man from Tarid. Um, yes. For those people that don't know about the man from Tarid, here's the basic gist of it in 1954, uh, at the Hinita airport in Tokyo, a man gets off a plane and goes to customs officials and presents, um, an irregular passport that they don't recognize as being from any country that they've ever heard of. It turns out it was, um... From a company, a company, a country called Tared. Uh, this man who was fluent in both French and Japanese. French was his native language, um, but he also spoke Japanese. Sh- had showed in his passport that he had been to Tokyo on multiple times. He had stamps that said he had been through Tokyo, but from this country called Tared. He seemed to. This world seemed to exist with a few slight changes that he was from. He said that when asked to point out his country on a map. He pointed to the area of Andorra, the region of Andorra, which is between France, uh, France and Spain. Um, he was very confused why Torred wasn't there and was kind of acting, you know, like, what is going on here? It he distressed had, a he little. He had a checking account, a checkbook with a bank from Torred. He had a driver's license from Torred. Uh, he... Said he was, like I said, a frequent traveler for this company that he worked for, but the company, which did exist, didn't actually know who he was and never heard of him. Mm. And his hotel reservation was non existent. Uh, they decided to hold him. They kind of took him to a hotel, decided to hold him under guard until they could get things worked out. There were guards at the front door, there were guards uh, at any exit into the hotel, and he was 15 stories up. The only other exit was a window that was like 15 stories over the, over the street. And the next morning, he was gone. Whoa. Now, this is a very um, famous story. I I have a couple things I think about when I th- when it comes to this story. Uh, it's interesting that he could speak um, Japanese and French, and I think it's also interesting that he could well also speak English because if he was from another time where there were other territories and things like that they might have had this whole conversation in Japanese oh it might have just been French did you say his native was French he was in Tokyo so they might have he he spoke French and Japanese this whole thing might have gone down in Japanese either way two languages that are known to us in countries that are known to us and And if Torrid existed did it exist in between these other countries that exist here on our map or was it an entirely different world and if it was then why were the languages the same and again going back to his passport it had stamps from Tokyo he'd been to other Tokyo so there might just have been literally one section Torrid that would have been the only difference in the two worlds because to me a lot of this story when it's it, it could have been a guy who was 
really good at acting and mm-hmm. he could have been a spy. Some people think he was a spy. That's kind of that's kind of my my theory would be that, that he, he might have been, been a, a, spy. a spy. You know, if if but you're again, caught it, and you're detained, but you, he was you just getting off a plane and presented a passport. I mean, he like literally got off like, here we go. I'm just gonna go through customs like I do. I'm not gonna like get caught. Sure. I'm just here's my stuff onto my hotel that yeah, doesn't it's exist. Interesting. Now here's the kicker. There isn't really as 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 prevalent as this story is in our history. There really isn't any actual evidence that this happened. Yes, that's true. There's, and then that was the other thing that we heard that maybe it didn't actually even happen. And there's supposedly the man who who there's uh, you know uh, accounts from the man who who took his passport. There's a there's a picture like a drawing of what he was supposedly looked like. Yeah, yeah. Uh, short hair, uh, heavy beard. Um, you know. Uh, so it's it's either a great urban legend, another game of telephone that might have happened, mm-hmm. the, the, the stories got mixed up and it wasn't as big as it thought it was. Maybe there was a solution to it. Who knows? But that's one of those ones that will just never be solved if it's real. Like you said, was he from a dimension or another time where things were just slightly different? Like we, yeah. we, we had Torrid, but 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 we also had Tokyo. And also, yeah. why? Like why? How, why did he end up here? Yeah, was like he, it seems almost like he didn't even know what was going on. It like almost somebody seems like put him. Yeah. There. He was on the plane, and then somebody, and then he just whoop, he he whooped into yeah. this dimension. It's kind of whoop. like it's kind of like the other story that happened. Uh, that's our ta- that's our time whoop, travel whoop, noise. Whoop, whoop. Uh, it happened uh, to an air marshal. Uh, it's a, a thing called the Goddard incident. Um, you you. You probably, uh, when you're watching these videos, this one is probably very interesting to you because it had to do with a, a um, British Air Force pilot. Um, in 1935, um, an air marshal named Victor Goddard was flying his Hawker Hart biplane. Ooh, old school. Old school Hawker Hart biplane from 1937. He was flying from Edinburgh, Scotland to Andover, England. Okay? The war was going on. Uh, he decided to fly over... Um, uh, at that point, it was abandoned, uh, an airfield at Drem, which was just outside of Edinburgh. Um, and when he flew over it, going the direction he was going, when he was headed to England, he, he saw it. It was The whole thing was in disrepair. It was grown over. There was cows grazing. Uh, you know, the buildings were in disrepair. The whole thing was kind of falling apart, as it was. I mean, it was abandoned during the time of war. So he continued on towards... England. And as he did, he encountered a, a bizarre storm, something that was out of nowhere. And it uh, it caused him to almost crash his plane. So he started mm. turning around to head back to Edinburgh to kind of get away from the storm. And as he did, he noticed that the storm started to clear. Now, this is a story coming directly from this guy. He's told this account and being somebody who is in uh, a tremendous position in the uh, in the Air Force, he was very well respected, aviation expert. A lot of people took this story as being something that that uh, you could really count on. So he he turned around and he started going back towards Drem. But as he flew over it, he tells the story that kind of as he as he started to go, the 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 rain broke and it became bright daylight almost instantly. Um, and as he crossed over Drem, he looked down and saw that the entire thing was renovated. He looked down and he saw people 
running running around the the airfield. He saw mechanics in blue outfits. He saw planes sitting on the runway. Uh, he saw five yellow planes that he had never recognized because at that point the British Air Force all their planes were painted silver and all of their mechanics wore khaki. It was something that he so he didn't know what he was seeing. He didn't even recognize the planes. That but, sounds like American base. But Drem was a hundred percent up and running. So he he was confused, um, clearly. Uh, but then years later, uh, he visited Drem when the war was back ramping up again um, in the in the forties, and noticed that all of the things that he had seen were now there. The mechanics uh, at this base all wore blue overalls, and he actually saw the plane that he had seen four years earlier that didn't exist. It was a plane called the Miles Magister, which he had finally recognized and went, oh, that's the plane. But somehow he had flown over that base and seen it four or five years in the future. I don't know. Hmm. Do we want to like go into like the like what's the difference, I guess, between like having some kind of like vision and like yeah, time travel. It, like, and that's is, what yeah, I'm talking about is that, that when you really look at it and you go, he's, he obviously is seeing the future. Okay. Yeah. Now, if you take this as, as fact, now this guy told this story before Drem was remodeled. He's told, you know, this was something he told. This story existed. If he had a vision, it seems like a very specific one. It almost seems like a premonition rather than a vision. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you're seeing into the actual future. So maybe he didn't travel in time. Yeah. Maybe he just saw the future. Maybe there was some sort of vortex that he passed in. And if that's the case, then does all time exist at all, always at all times? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. is it four years in the future right that. now? Is it yeah. like, like, that's my question. If I'm driving and I can somehow see something and I'm five or four or five years in the future and I can specifically see details from four or five years in the future, does that mean that the future is happening right now anyway? And it's just, it's an, it's a inevitability that we're just going to be there. Meaning, I, meaning the future is happening at the same time as the past, as the past and the present and, the present and all time is yes, happening I at all times. I understand what you're saying. Yeah. This is going to make me sound really weird, but like growing up, I would have dreams of like mundane things. Like, things that, like, they weren't anything. But then those things, like, happened. Yeah. yeah. Like, a, like a deja vu thing. But yeah. I specifically remember it being a dream. It wasn't, right. like, that deja vu feeling. I'm like, oh, I remember this. Yeah. You know? So it's like, I guess it def- I guess it depends on, like, your definition of time travel. Do you physically have to be there, or can you just see things well, the, and then know? Let me ask you this. Is that time travel? It well, does, uh, maybe, it, the, maybe the travel aspect of it would be kind of the key word there, meaning that right, you've actually yeah. traveled through time. You have... You have you have stepped out of your own current time that you are in and gone to another. Um, I don't know as far as glimpsing because then you go, well, how is our subconscious yeah, traveling well, he, did time? He fly like there's the question when he was flying over that airbase, was he I, in 1945 you know, or was he was he just seeing 1945? Here's something that's a little a little crazy and a little out there. Okay, and let's just all hang in there together. But maybe it has something to do with our energy. You know, if, if we believe that our energy cannot be destroyed or, uh, you know, you can't create or destroy an energy. So if our bodies don't destroy the energy when they die, maybe our energy is always existing. Um, so maybe our energy is able to slip through these cracks in time. Maybe 
and and maybe that's why our subconscious can see it or it's like a vision right. or a deja vu because it's our energy because you go well physically you know my body didn't go here but like you said eric my mind is seeing something yeah. that's going to happen so how did it go there how did right. it see that and, and 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 you know based on the the various stories that we have here there are some that's that where People have purported to actually physically my body went back in time yes. versus some people yes. having these visions. So we talked about that one um, when we did maybe ghosts or or something like that. The third our thirteenth episode we talked about the one of the the guy that was in Gettysburg. Yes, and he was he very vividly like felt himself being you pulled, know, being by, pulled straight, away by soldiers and saw in, in their like outfits, he was going to get buried in a to pit. being buried like and so he clearly slipped through something where his physical body could be affected right. by their physical what's, bodies. What's the difference between a time travel slip and a paranormal incident? Yeah. That's a good question. Yeah. Speaking of which, uh, with Gettysburg, there's the story of Andrew Basiago, who was known as the Gettysburg Traveler. Um, this is an interesting story. And another one where, like, most of these stories, I hear them and I go, well, fuck, if this is the case, then, like, you need to be talking about this in a much more excited way than just telling us the story that you went back in time. Yeah. Here's the story of Andrew Basiago. In 2004, um, Washington-based attorney Andrew Basiago uh, started telling stories about being part of a top-secret organization um, under DARPA, uh, the the the... the I guess, what are they, an organization that develops uh, crazy um, black ops military technology for the governments, things that, you know, uh, the, the, the the mechanical soldiers and weird shit. People say that cool. they've into all sorts of stuff. <laughs> but apparently they were, they in the 70s, they were doing a project called Project Pegasus. Alleged oh, I, I've actually had this pulled up on my phone too, Project Pegasus. Allegedly. Right. I'm going to put this word in a lot today. Allegedly, from 1968 to 1972, this guy, Andrew Basiago, participated in multiple experiments that took him through time and space and possibly into parallel universes. Yeah, this guy. According to him, <laughs> children were recruited specifically for their... <clears throat> Try that again. According to him... Children were recruited specifically for their abilities to travel through time better than adults. Is this the guy who claimed that George Bush was part of this group? Is that this guy? I watched a documentary on this guy who claimed he was part of like a time travel thing. And he said that a lot of the current presidents were like in this group of people who could do this stuff. Really? I didn't hear really? that part. Yeah. Ooh, well, Illuminati. Here's, here's what he says. He says, he tells this story of... Um, I guess that they would sit in these chairs or something and they would blast them with electromagnetic energy or they would open a door that would help them go back in time. And allegedly, this Andrew Basiago went back to the Gettysburg Address. And there's supposedly a picture of him at the Gettysburg Address. Like, I mean, and it's a picture. I've seen it. It's a picture of a kid standing in a crowd. It could be fuck. I could... Go, hey, it's me at the Gettysburg Address. It could be yeah. fucking anybody. Yeah. And he tells this story. I've heard him. There's there's interviews with Andrew uh, where he tells stories about um, he, he, he went there and he got there and he said it was, you know, he tells a story about how it was very cold and how he remembered he'd gotten there and he'd only had one sock on. So he took his socks off and he was walking barefoot and he ran into this man who had a limp. Um, who helped him go, and he was like a, a haberdasher, and he took him in, and he put gave him some shoes, and he said, here What's you go. What's a haberdasher? A hat maker. Uh, oh. 
Like uh, a derby hat maker? Yeah. And like Have this guy was like, had been oh hurt gosh, in the war. I and he goes, I went word. back and found him. And like, I found him in, in, he said he went back and he found this guy in like historical documents and he'd recognize him and say, oh yeah, he was a guy who got injured. That's why he limped. And you know, like he, he said all this stuff, but again, it's either a very, 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 very well researched, thought out, elaborate, elaborate lie or, or there's something to this. Although I, I feel like if you if you could send somebody back, to, why would I, you send him back to listen to President Lincoln talk? Right, or why like, wouldn't you have him the, go up and be the, like, "Hey, don't get shot." Yeah, like is it a? Like, why yeah. would, I mean, is it a field trip? Is he learning stuff? Yeah, like, are what you if, just? I mean, he can clearly interact. He yeah. said he was talking to people and was part of this and saw this. He, you know. And what is the point of of the government or whatever it was that was doing this to send? Children or whatever, like Eric said, back in time, were they gathering information? Were they trying no to prevent something from happening? Yeah. Did they change the? I mean, maybe yeah, that's, that's the, the thing. thing like, is if, if maybe did Lincoln they kill- didn't get shot, maybe he never was shot originally, and maybe like they changed it. We went back in time, and Lincoln well, was. He shot. also says that he saw images of nine eleven before it happened and stuff like that. What do you mean, saw like, like in his head like or what? Moving images of it, like they had video or something or. Years before it happened. Oh, so like or, he could also go in the future. Yeah, I oh. guess. I don't know. To me, it just... Now, is this the same guy that said he didn't want to talk about it too much? Or was there another... No. What time? There was another one where a guy said he was involved in some stuff and he didn't talk about it. I don't have a hard time believing that the the government would try something like this. Yeah. Because they did weird stuff like forever. They well, and there's, there's all sorts of stories that, but, that came out. There was this the the stuff that allegedly happened at Montauk Air Force Station. Um, oh, I think that's what it was. Mon- that guy didn't want to talk yeah, about that. There was stuff. a couple dudes um in the in the 80s, uh Preston Nichols and Al Bielik, these a couple more people too came out and they started having these repressed memories of being part of these experiments where they were being forced to sit in these chairs and blasted with this energy that would take them through time and space and things like that. Um, apparently Montauk, the, the rumors there was that they were supposedly kidnapping men and making them sit in these chairs that were helping them, you know, make time travel and interdimensional fi- uh, visitation possible. Um, and there's, there's videos and interviews with Al Bielik and these guys talking about this. And again, you're, you're looking at this and going, well, either this is somebody who's making a crazy outrageous claim for whatever reason, or this really happened and this poor dude, no one will believe him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's, and it's hard when things like this happen because sometimes like I, there could maybe even be that video of that guy. Like, you know what I said? Like that one where he says he shot the video of himself going through time. And even then I'm like, I don't know if I believe you. Yeah, dude. Just cause you're in the future standing next to a guy that kind of looks like hard you. Yeah, because I, like these things could really be happening and it'd be really, I'd be hard pressed to believe it because it's so. Plus why was he like in a field? I don't know. There that's was like no saying, city like, or yeah, why anything. Why did he crawl through his? Well, why did he saying, crawl like, through a sink and come out into exactly, a field? Exactly. That's like, what I'm saying. Like, why were you when, in a and house? Then, and then when you're yeah. in the field, what did you crawl back through to get to your sink? Was uh, that's what I'm saying? Like, was did it the rabbit hole? Why was forty year old you just in a field waiting, waiting for you? Why would you run into you? That's what I'm saying. Those are all the questions I asked. Like, why was his his future self just in a field? And yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Like, did he see his his past self like crawl out of a hole in the ground or a tree and be like the Fuck! Like I mean, yeah. Why were you so fucking <laughs> calm when you saw yourself? Really if ten-year-old me walked up to me, I'd be like, "The fuck!" Especially if ten-year-old me, I'd be way more freaked Jesus out if a childhood Christ, me came out than right? like an older First me all, or a now me. If my sink kept going, I'm not crawling through there. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's just, it just seems I, I really weird. At some holes. point, at some point, why are you? Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, know, I've said it a thousand times. It seems a little Alice in Wonderlandy to me. There's it's, a lot it's of very like. Maybe this dude like hit his head on his pipe when he was under a sink, or like maybe there was like a gas leak and he. Um, just got super high and he was just passed out under his sink and had this fantastical well, but dream. but he has video. So when did he meet this guy? Was this, hey, he had he the had dream the and dream. then got the guy? Well, yeah. Later? And like filmed the dream? Yeah. Yeah. Do and you like, have, I don't have video of him going through his sink no, and coming out a hole and no, seeing No, I agree with guy. you. I agree with you. So when it's all pieced together like that, I'm like, this is a, a, yeah. It's very possible. And to be honest, a lot of these stories that exist, they're, they're, they're famous without having any real basis in reality. Like there's the story of Rudolph Fence, which uh, well, so is Santa Claus, right? But, but there, there's the great story of wait, Rudolph what? Fence. I said, so is Santa Claus. That's kind of how things are. Like things that are have a cool idea, like some they don't have to be rooted in fact to be. Santa's got fact. I'm sorry. Did I just read something <laughs> for Eric? <laughs> Fat, well, uh, Eric. Um, but uh, there's the story of Rudolph Fence. Uh, the, it's like the story, like in 1952 or something like that, this man appeared out of nowhere in the middle of like Times Square and got hit by a car and like he was wearing old timey clothing and he had old money in his pockets and a bill for a horse carriage, uh, an ID that said Rudolph fence. And then he, but the thing is, is that these stories also don't actually have any basis in reality. There's no proof that this actually ever happened and can actually be traced back to, you know, fantastic stories and things that were written, fictional accounts of, of things that, you know, might have happened and then got translated into, yeah. uh, into urban legend. Plus, um, it sounds like a lot of these stories are... Like these people didn't do it on purpose. Like it was an accident right. that they traveled through time. And and th yeah, th these there's there's other ones. Um, there was a, a lady in Scotland in in the 1950s um, who tells a story that she had left a party and was heading home, uh, and it was raining and and she slid off the road and her car had gotten stuck, so she had to walk. Um, and so you know, there's a lot of fields and villages. It was kind of a smaller area, and they said that about eight miles into her walk. She started seeing torches in a field, and when she got closer, she said that she sat there for about 10, 15 minutes and looked at what appeared to be like warriors out in the middle of this field, uh, walking around, rolling over bodies, like checking for you know bodies um, to see if they were uh, alive or not, and it turns out that what she was seeing was... was very similar to the scene that would have happened there in 685 AD at a play, uh, when a, something called the Battle of Nectansmere happened in that spot. And that the, after a battle was over, these warriors would have walked out with torches and checked the field for their dead. And, you know, kind of seen if, if, who was out there. And so some people believe that she had actually traveled back in time and had seen this. But at the same time, I go, okay, was this a time travel? Or was this... A premonition or vision. Yeah. A, a huge paranormal experience where yeah. she just yeah. saw a bunch of ghosts. Um, yeah. To me, you. To me, time travel is like you have to 
you know, like Marty McFly, he went back to 1955. Everything around him was 1955. If you're on a road that still exists today and you see something, just like one thing in a field, right. to me, that's not time travel. That's like, that's oh, some she sort saw of... paranormal. Yeah. Or, but is time travel, is time travel all-encompassing? Like, I was is just going to say the planet exact time same travel, thing. Or yeah. are there little portals, little vortexes, well, little things? Like, you know, we've but talked like about, like, why, why is there the ghost of a five-year-old girl trapped right. forever? Like, how come this ghost doesn't age? And we go, well, did did her energy or something get stuck in that exact right. dimension of time? And those kinds of things like, you know, why why do we see why do people see soldiers at Gettysburg? Why do we see that come into where our... did that where was that cannon blast that I captured come exactly. from? Exactly. Yeah. Where is that existing? If that cannon blast was from 1863 when that battle took place. And the echo of it is there. Was did I hear the past, or is it in where I am, or did yeah, it? Yeah, did it slip? Did, did you slip? slip? Did like, I slip? Yeah, it's, I mean, it's our, such a my car was still there, so I wasn't in 1863, but I heard a cannon blast, and there wasn't a cannon blast there. So, was the cannon blast residual? Was I residual? Was time residual? Is the place residual? Is the portal residual? What is residual? We should have started this episode with grab some weed and pizza and yeah. sit back and enjoy. <laughs> but when you start talking about time, we that's should have the also thing. done that. Actually. <laughs> Is that it's, it's, there's so many different ways to view it. There's also stories of people who time jump. And this is an entirely different thing because it's not about jumping into the 50s or jumping into the past or seeing an incident. It's about just literally I can't account for what happened to me. There's the story of um, a man in September of 1974 who was driving from California to Alabama to pick up his wife. He was driving east from California. And he filled his car up in Phoenix around midnight on his drive. About five miles after filling his car up, the story goes, he allegedly saw a bright light on the, on the road in front of him. And he started driving towards it, kept going, kept going, and it got brighter and brighter and brighter. And eventually he started feeling kind of, uh, I don't know, disoriented. Okay. He was, yeah, he was dizzy. He didn't really know. So he decided, I'm going to pull over and just to be safe. So he pulled over, and when he did, he saw a sign for a place called Gila Bend, uh, which was over 200 miles from where he just was. It was in Arizona, 200 miles from where he just was, and somehow it was five hours later. Hmm. That's weird. So he Whoa. thought he had just zoned out and had just driven for five yeah. um, and just, you know, time had passed. So he thought, well, I'll 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 pull over here where I'm stopped and get some gas, put put the thing into gas, and it just spilled over. His tank was full. So somehow, in ten minutes, in ten minutes of his time, he lost five hours and drove over two hundred and traveled. Mm. Let's not call it drove, traveled. Yeah, over two hundred miles. Now this to me, this is different. This isn't time travel. This isn't me going back to Gettysburg. This is me saying I was here. And then I'm here. And you were allowed in this in the scheme of, of the world and the universe and how things work to essentially skip that time. Yep. Isn't that kind of like what they talk about in Inception, where it's like point A, point B, and then like fold the paper? Yeah, it's like the, idea of, it's the idea of a right? wormhole or the idea yeah. of being able to travel through through black holes or something. Mm -hmm. That if you could fold, if you... Essentially point A to point B, if you right. can make those touch, you it's, kind of eliminate the distance between. It's if the that idea sense. that time and space are tangible things. And so if if... If space isn't just a big emptiness, like it's actually physically dense, like we understand what dark matter is, it's physical and it's dense. If we can learn somehow in our evolution of human beings over time to manipulate time and space and bend them, 
then that's what people are thinking. If you could find a doorway or a way to go from point A to point B. And to me, that's a little different than time travel. Uh, bending time and space or using things. I mean, it's like it's the whole the whole idea of the uh, the Philadelphia experiment. You know, in 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 is that the one with the submarine or the the, the battleship? The, the battleship. Well, I mean, yeah. And even when people get abducted and things like that, stories that we've discussed, they always talk about thinking that they've been gone for a very short amount of time, right. and then and then they go, "You've been gone for three days or three weeks," and 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 what is it? I mean, their body was right. it was being kept alive in that amount of time, you know, being fed and, and nourished. They didn't, they didn't die. They weren't. So what, what happens in that time? Does it literally stop? Do you literally skip right. it? Like it's missing, it's missing space in time. It's, it's kind of like, um, and, and you have to think about that and you go, okay, well in my mind, like there should be no way that my molecules and this car and the, what I'm doing and the road that I'm on, there's no way that this because sh- I didn't break down and travel oh, here. Oh, I didn't. There's that story about the ship, right? The same and thing. And that's what on- we're talking. The Philadelphia okay. experiments okay, cool, next. Cool. But that's what I'm saying is this guy didn't like physically break down and then transport. He just yeah. drove and was so. In that case, time. He. I almost feel like he drove through a slip. Like he drove through a doorway. Yeah. That, somehow. That always reminds me of Willy Wonka. Like and and television really when they talk about like. The fact that all those pixels are broken down, you know, data by data, piece by piece, and then they're they're put back together at the receiving end to make the image. So that reminds me of Willy Wonka when he kind of right. does Mike the TV. yeah when he does that. Yep. And you and you think about that. I think about that when it comes to time travel, and and we would have to you know rematerialize in the same exact way. Or the fly, the fly is right. a good that yeah, movie when the, the monkey and things like that when they don't come back perfect because. I don't, I don't know. I don't so know if it has the I, recipe I for life. I guess that's the question, right? Um, if this dude time slipped, right, in his car, maybe it's not about breaking out, breaking down what we are uh, to a molecular level and transporting it through time and space. Maybe it's about finding these slips. Um, you know, that that to me makes a little more sense. There's, there's stories now that, that um, there's allegedly... Uh, and we can talk about this in another episode, but there's allegedly the TR-3B, which is the uh, triangle kind of uh, aircraft that apparently is top secret that the government is is developing, um, which, hey, you know, I, I always believe there's something top secret the government is developing. But from what accounts and people and conspiracies and stuff, most people believe that this is something that... Uh, can actually jump from place to place, like mm, instantly, like okay. in travel. Like the Star um, Trek things? The kind teleporter of, but things? That, to me, that makes, like, if you, if I'm looking at this from a scientific standpoint, right, breaking me down doesn't make any sense. But if if there's a way, like this guy driving, where there was a hole that went from somehow from Phoenix to this Gila Springs, and he crossed 200 miles in an instant, Maybe if there was some technology or some level of understanding where you could go, yes, this spot in existence is 126-912B, and that spot in existence is 7-222, and we know that we can just go from here to there. It's sending a, the, a text message to the right contact yeah, in your phone. Yeah, You're right, selecting right, the contact right. in your phone that you want to send the message to. Right, or, maybe that's all. Uh, that's all it is. Yeah, but I mean, I it's, it's not just all that is clearly. Just, and, and time travel is so interesting because it's kind of like the paranormal in the sense that it doesn't seem that it follows any pattern or rules. Like people don't always go well if you if you go to this location and and the weather's just right and there's 
I, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like there's it's another it's another one of those you things the where second fence post with the black rock. Like, right. There's going to be a hole that you slip. Like there's just no that was like the worst analogy, but, <laughs> well, but there's just no rules. Like uh, but, going back to what we talked about with like uh, the lady seeing the battle and the soldiers and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like if if people can see, I guess it's kind of what we talked about earlier. If people can see like premonitions or like have like paranormal events of the uh, past, has anyone ever had one of the future? Like, has anyone ever seen something? Yes. Like, oh, is that what we're sorry? Yeah. Uh, um, well, the, well, the plane one. The right? plane. The Goddard saw oh, yeah, five years right. in the future. Dram is that what it's yeah, called? Yeah, the Dram, the Dram Air yeah. Force Base. He saw that five years in the future. Yeah. So Apparently, uh, the Montauk Project. And I mean, and the guy that crawled through a sink. Other than that, I mean, he, yeah. he was claiming that he saw his his the, what, his future self. self. Yeah. yeah. The the Montauk Projects allegedly uh, had they had opened a tunnel that let them go back to 1943 for some reason. Like, why the fuck? And that's the thing is, it's like, okay, well, if you went back to 1943. Then either everything that we're living in right now is a manipulated society, or you just went back and just looked at it. Like, I don't understand any of it. And that's that's like what we talked about just earlier. What's the point of going back in time travel? Exactly. Are they going back to change things that didn't happen? And and the history that we know is actually changed history, and it's not what it's actually happened. It's not what would have happened, right? Um, well, and and there's always the it's so fascinating. They have to go through a physical tunnel. To get to 1940. To get to another, it's like it. It's like it should just exist somewhere, yeah. and maybe it does in the instance of people driving their car. Yeah, and, let's go back and to the slipping, sink but and it, fucking... it just seems like it should just there. There shouldn't be a physical hole. Like I it don't should think be that a... there's a door in something that you walk back as 1943 somewhere. But maybe what do I know? The government has always been fascinated and interested in time travel. As a matter of fact, most people. Uh, and you probably even if you don't know what the details of this is, you probably heard of the Philadelphia experiment. Um, for those of you that don't know, the Philadelphia experiment supposedly took place in Philadelphia on October 28th of 1943. Allegedly, there's that word again, the U.S. Navy destroyer escort, the USS Eldridge, was, was, was transported somehow from Philadelphia to Norfolk, Virginia and back again. Okay. What the military was supposedly doing was attempting, and this makes sense to me because there's a military aspect to it. Mm -hmm. They were attempting to render ships invisible to radar, meaning that they were just going to try to make it so you couldn't, like torpedoes, you couldn't see them, you couldn't find them on radar. Um, They were doing it by supposedly blasting the ship with huge amounts of electromagnetic energy. Apparently, and there was people that said they were on other ships that watched this happen. There were other destroyers that were out in the water that allegedly saw this. There are people out there who will tell you stories about seeing this happen, just like they'll tell you stories about anything. So you either believe this or don't. This, to me, seems like one of the more believable, while also one of the more fascinating ideas. Allegedly, they, they, they blast it with so much uh, energy that it disappeared. And apparently momentarily appeared off the shore of Norfolk, Virginia. Now, the worst part about this was they say, and to me, this makes, this sounds like something. When I, when I hear somebody go, we walked through a tunnel, it's 1945, I go, that sounds pretty fucking easy to me. This sounds more like it, like a reality of an experiment. They say that when the ship rematerialized in Philadelphia, that there were horrible side effects. That there were some soldiers who had rematerialized inside the ship. 
like they were coming out of the ship, like their faces were stuck in the walls uh. and their arms were coming out and they were materialized into pieces of the ship. They said that there were people who were driven crazy. There were people who allegedly, and I, I can't use that word enough this this episode. It's going to be our drinking game for this yeah. episode. Allegedly. <laughs> who, uh, who had just suffered from disappearing. Who would phase in and out of existence. Like there was a story of a sailor who just was sitting in a bar and just disappeared mm-hmm. from existence. Whoa. Well, Mike, wait. I guess my question would be, like I get they blast it with energy or whatever and then they, they're gone. How'd they get them back? It came back. I think or it came like, back. Did they, were they just, like, they didn't know that it was going to disappear? Because I was going to say, how do they decide where they, yeah, how can I, they program it where they want it to show up? Like, what are they, that maybe I don't they didn't. Know. I don't maybe know they enough didn't. It was just the, a chance maybe, thing, yeah. but it's really interesting because if that's a true story, like, it's maybe it's my morbid curiosity um, that's coming out, but, like, I would love to see a picture of that. Like, I wish. A dude in the wall? Yeah. yeah. Like, I really wish anything of that era existed. I, I, I mean, to me, like. How do you get that out? Why why isn't there a picture or pieces of a ship with like a fucking skeleton stuck in steel? That would be a pretty good Well, they might destroy evidence of things like that. I don't know. There's there's just that's the thing about time travel. It's kind of like what we were talking about with ghosts is that we know that the paranormal exists. We know that there is a realm of unexplained possibilities and things that we can't explain. When like when it comes to ghosts, we were talking about it how there isn't a standard. There isn't a way to go one, two, three, ghost. Uh, there isn't a single encounter. You know, sometimes it can be physical. Sometimes it can be visual. Sometimes it can be auditory. Sometimes it can be a uh, smell. Sometimes it can be a, a, something grab you or an emotional thing. So there's all these different rules and, and uh, parameters for it. And it's the same thing with time travel because none of these stories, while all having to do with time travel, not single one of them is the exact same. Mm-mm. One is a dude sat in a chair and went back to the Gettysburg Address because he knew where he was going. Another, a guy just slipped through time and traveled either into the future and saw an Air Force base or was 500 miles down the road. Um, a ship either disappears and comes back and everybody's messed up or a little kid can walk through a door and go see a Lincoln give a speech and walk back and be fine. You know, yeah. there's, there's no, there's um, no. There's, and there's like a couple things. We'll tweet these out for you. There's there's some instances where it's just like a picture, not so much a story like. Things like you the know, There's one where, yeah, the hipster. That one, people have said have been, can be disproven quite easily. But there's a couple instances, you know, like um, the. Uh, uh, oh my gosh. Lady? I what the was cell it? phone lady walking down the street was that well, one? Yeah, the, so the two cell phone ladies, two instances. There's the one where the lady looks like she could possibly be like on an old timey one, and then another kind of younger gal in the fifties, yeah, student. who's on mm-hmm. a. And they said, and we would maybe need to get the right information, like the company that was doing it and the dates, but they said that they were actually testing. There was a company that was testing wireless or cordless. Telephones the at the time. So, I mean, they could have been like a couple prototypes. Um, Every time I see those. There's that one of like the kid who he either his car crashed or he ran out of gas. I, I, I the apologize. The one who mysteriously disappeared. Yeah. And like he mm-hmm. calls his parents and I, we might have even talked about this. And he he was one the of the ones that disappeared. Yeah. But he was on the phone with his parents and he was like, I'm literally just down the street, like 10 minutes. Come, I can come, see come. this city. I can see your can lights. See. I'm waving at you. They're on the phone with each other. Like, yeah. you know, keep pulling forward. I see your lights. Come get me. And they don't find him. And then they find his car. And it was like 10 miles from where, from where he, he even said thought he was. Supposed he was. To be. That's an interesting one. Because um, maybe he slipped through time. Uh, maybe he was yeah. disoriented. Maybe he was Maybe he was high. Yeah. It's hard to say. 
But there are pictures. There's like the the hipster. Oh, um, the guy that's like on the, the shore. The, the, the it San looks Jose like, surfer dude mm-hmm, that yep. looks like he's he belongs nowhere in the picture that he's in. <laughs> yeah, they're um, all very of the time. And, and then and there's, there's all people those, like pointing at him. He's yeah, in like just kind of a. There's all those things that go around of like Nicolas Cage in the Civil War and Jay Z in Brooklyn in 1928. Well, yeah. and I think finding people who, who have similar same, facial features right? to you is not is not has nothing to do with time travel. That's just. But, I mean, there are enough of these incidences out there. There are enough of these stories that people hear that you kind of go, eh, maybe there's something to this. I don't mm-hmm. necessarily think there's a machine out there that's Doc Brown that's not, you know, I poke, uh, Marty, October 1955, Marty. And you go back and you can do that. I don't necessarily think that time travel is like that. I do think that there are un. un- there are things that we don't understand in this in this world, and and when I when I hear the stories of like Goddard flying over Drem, or when I hear the story of the guy who's driving and all of a sudden he's two hundred miles away and it's been five minutes, that to me is what I believe is more probable. Those little time slips, the way that we can somehow travel, because I believe if there's interdimensional travel, if there's people that can travel, if there's beings that can travel from another galaxy, they've learned that. I just wish somebody could explain to me how it works. Right. And like, I just want to know how two two different time periods can meet and and overlap and coincide and, and share an object. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know. Truly, that, that's the thing. If, if you think about things where we talked about the instances of things rematerializing and not being as they were. And then you think about the guy who's just in his car and he drives and, and no gas has been used. And it really hasn't affected his physical being in any way then you go are those both instances of time travel does time travel have both of those effects on people um or is are they two separate things is one paranormal and one is strictly time travel and a a lapse in in the dimension it's a very interesting place that exists between science and magic because you kind of go if this exists there's a scientific mathematical basis to why and how it works but at the same time it's also fascinating because a person shouldn't be able to just uh, materialize through time and space. So it's a fascinating thing, no matter what it is that we look at, no matter how we look at the idea of time travel, whether it's Marty McFly and Terminators, whether it's somewhere in time or the time machine, whether it's, uh, you know, Groundhog Day. There's a million ways to look at, at the way that we approach time and existence. And... While I don't think that it's, like I said, as easy as somebody walking into a room and being able to be transported back to Gettysburg and see history, I do think there's a lot that we don't understand and that it is very possible that uh, that this exists because I think that would be a technology that we would probably have to use. if, Like I said, if we're going to be able to travel great distances in space, we're going to have to figure out how this works. And I mean, if it did exist, you almost couldn't tell people about it because you'd have a lot of people who would call for specific things to be done you know that people go why wouldn't you go back in time and And change and change slavery why wouldn't you go back in time and change horrible murders right why wouldn't you know like there are people who'd be calling for action go back and watch watch jfk assassination film yeah i think there are people that would be if it did exist and people knew and there's the question people there would be you know activists that'd be calling for those things to be changed right if time travel does exist do you go back and change things or do you just go back and see things like is it is it is it uh is it because there's like that movie the butterfly effect where they where they talk about you know if if he goes back in time and he changes one thing it completely changes his whole future. It changes, you know, who he marries right. and who his girlfriend is. And just from one little thing, and right. it's kind of that same thing where 
what if we did go back in time and we stopped the JFK assassin assassination? And, and sure, maybe he lives, but maybe because of that one thing, something else happens. And right. I don't know. People say everything happens for a reason, but... And that, if time tra and that's the thing we don't is, know who's in charge if, of that. If time travel does exist and people had manipulated it, then you have to go, okay, well, then bad things still happen. So if time travel exists, then either you're aware of bad things and you can't change them, or you allowed those bad things to happen. Or and that's just, you are aware of the future and you're like, this is going to happen, but I'm not going to do, do anything, anything about right. it. So yeah. there's so many, there's so many moral and ethical and just scientific conundrums when it comes to this that I just. My verdict is this. I, I, I believe there's something to it, but what it is, I can't commit to yet. I'm not going to say yes or no on this one. I'm going to say maybe. Who knows? That was my I, I mean, voice. maybe all it takes like, is for you just to, to just maybe be I'll slip somewhere, time. and then five, five minutes later, you're, you're well, 200 miles down the road. Well, I will tell you this. I... Uh, I, I I was 25 and I blinked and now I'm almost 40. <laughs> I so I don't know what the joke. fuck. I don't know what the <laughs> fuck happened. Um, so yeah, I mean it's it's fascinating. There aren't really any answers to this. There's there's video, but it might be fake. There's yeah. there's stories, but they might not be real. There's accounts, but they might be lies. It's hard to say. So hey, look, if you've ever traveled through time, lost time. I uh, had Deja one of those vu, incidences. Like a motherfucker, yeah, anything. I want, anything. Like, I want to hear about it. Eric wants to hear about it. Danny wants to hear about it. Yep. Hit us up. We're actually recording this yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys will. Yeah, yeah, the you, future. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're listening in the future right now. Um, but, uh, but yes, please, once again, as always, make sure you follow us on all our social medias, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. You can find Area 52 on all of them. Uh, if you're listening on iTunes, make sure you go ahead and hit that subscribe button so that uh, you get all of our new episodes. Uh, if you're listening on Google Play or Stitcher uh, or directly on EarholeMedia.com, uh, I don't know, maybe upgrade your life, get iTunes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> maybe get an iPhone. Uh, it's just so much easier. But yeah, there's so many ways to interact with us, listen to us. We want to talk to you. We want to hear about your stuff. Next week, we, uh, we've we got an interesting topic coming up next week, too. we got a special guest coming in. Uh, oh, I'm excited. And uh, so I'm excited, too. We'll kind of uh, leave it on a little teaser for you guys. So make sure you guys tune in next week. Once again, Danny, Eric, anything to add before we get out of here? I'm going to continue to work on my radio voice for everybody. Yeah. Uh, good luck <laughs> on that. that sounds... I still have not found any pants. No new pants. Yeah, so. you ripped. You... She currently has no pants yeah, on. She's pantsless. I mean... This is a pants off dance off. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's but, cold but in but here. You, you left. You... <laughs> but at least, you at least you didn't bust anything out this time. No, I just have don't have any pants to wear. So mm. I've just been. Send, send pants for Danny. So A lot of stretchies. Uh, yeah, send some <laughs> pants. And uh, thank you once again for listening uh, here at Area 52. We'll see you next time.